I'm Rosa Mendez and I'm here at the number one Long Island broadcast, Monty Ferro. I have the best time ever! Hey, listen, Daddy. You're listening to the number one broadcast, Monty and Farrell, Daddy, in Long Island. The best pro wrestling broadcast of all time, I think. <laughs> Jimmy, I got to tell you, man, it feels good to be back on YouTube. It was uh, quite disappointing what happened to us, but we bounced back pretty fairly quickly. Well, what, what else would we do? We're almost at 5,000 subscribers. Well, speaking of that, man... Yeah. We need more members. Okay. What do you think we need to do to get the people of those 5,000 subscribers to come on and, and join the team as a Monty Nefaro member? Nudity is out of the question. Any other ideas? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I don't know. But what I, I do have a few ideas. Well, just like Prell, they should tell two friends, and they can tell two friends, and so on and so on. Hit the like, hit the subscribe. Check out all our content. But that's you know what? That's why you're you're the star of the show because guess what? Members get special content. Even we spoke about it. Farrell came to me one day and he goes, Man, what's the deal? I can't even watch some of these videos because I'm not a member. And I said, There you go, Farrell. You gotta be a member because this is what the members get. They get free content nice. that none of the other fans that watch this show get. That's right. You get Free autographs from some of these wonderful stars that come in, right? Nice. All you do is you go to the MNP webpage, or, right, our own page, yeah. and shoot us an email and say, hey, man, I want a picture of Tommy Rich. I want a picture of whatever. And, boy, that's we on its way. We give them their choice. That's right. We rock. We do rock. And you need to rock, too. Join. Sir? Ah. Manscaped? Uh-huh. Uh, you know, have you tried the new equipment that's been sent? I'm afraid because it says Weed Whacker. I'm scared. Maven, Manscaped. What are you thinking about Manscaped, dude? Love it. it. What do you use it for? Necessity. What don't I use it for? Put it this way. <laughs> the only hair I have on my entire body is these eyebrows. Yeah. That oh. you see. These wow. caterpillars racing to the middle of my nose. That's it. That is it. That's all, that's all I have. And that's all I want. That's the So pay. Manscaped there, is you, a must. We were talking before the show. There's nothing worse than just hair. Yeah. Right? Hair on a woman, hair on a man, it's just bad. Absolutely. And it's the one thing that the older I get, it starts growing more in unwanted areas. Absolutely. I hate it. I'm going to ask you a question. Uh-oh. Just going to go out there. Oh, boy. Go for it. You're doing a deed. Yes. <laughs> Again, I don't want you to have to admit this because we, as men, we try not to admit this, but if you're going to oh, go do I a know deed it. on a woman, I know would you rather going. have her be hairless or a little hair racing stripe or <laughs> racing stripe. full retro bush <laughs> racing well, stripe. retro bush is out yes thank you retro bush is out yeah um i don't mind a small well manicured landing strip <laughs> every now and then if it's completely and i'm talking like baby's ass bald mm. then i i start where is that pedophilia line you that know, I'm, that I'm, I don't, I don't wow. want to wander into that. That's very interesting. Like that. I never thought about wow. that. You're a smart dude. Holy yeah. shit. So if the landing strip is clean enough for the plane to go in smoothly, you're cool with that. If the landing strip is, has, like I said, well manicured, yeah. you yeah. can see both sides. It's not like blinking lights on both sides of that. Plane? I just don't, I don't want, <laughs> you know, I don't want the shrubbery going off into yeah. unwanted areas on that. Gotcha. As well. Oh, yeah, look but, what you found. Ooh. I got to be all honest gotcha. though. Hey. The, ah. The, the older I get, though, I don't, I, think, I don't think I can be as, uh, 
Uh, I uh, found it! Have, I found have it! Have you ever gone down there and, like, just, like, you, she slowly brings down the underwear, then... What is... Retro. Just. Absolutely. Retro? You're like, whoa. Wow. Yeah, like, like it pops out? Do you, like, walk out, or what do you do? No, I, I muster through. I muster up the <laughs> courage. This is a trooper. Yeah. He's a trooper. <laughs> Gotta give him an yeah, not, all, not all heroes wear capes. Yeah, I, there you no, go. I hear you. Uh, <laughs> listen, can't, I couldn't... I couldn't Super say, Bush. I couldn't say... Well... <laughs> If you have the same beliefs as Maven, does Manscaped could help you? Absolutely. The weed whacker. Absolutely. What are you thinking? I'm thinking that I may have to, like, you know, go in a room, close the door, and hang out with the weed whacker for a little while. Yeah, I think you're a retro guy, aren't you? I like 70s adult films, if that's what you're getting at. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but with that, we're going to take a quick Batman. commercial break. and anyway. be back with this wrestling icon, Maven. We will see you in a dropkick second. Uh -oh. Dropkick Hey everybody and welcome to another edition of the After Show found here only on the Monty and the Pharaoh channel. How was everybody's week this week? Mine was pretty good. Worked a little bit, played some pool, watched some wrestling. What about you guys? Anything exciting? What are you thinking about this build up to WrestleMania? What about that Hall of Fame class this year? I got some answers. I got some opinions on that and we'll talk about that today. So, uh, First thing, I, I saw something funny yesterday it popped up in one of my memes, and I, I got to get it when I can find it. They had this clock, and every hour was replaced with a picture of Van Vader. In the center of the clock, it just said Vader time. So it just every hour was Vader time. What time is it? <laughs> so I got to get that. I'm going to put a picture of it up when I, when I see it, when I, when I find it. So uh, check this out. <clears throat> well, uh, let's see. Uh, well, I, I don't know if everybody caught the Monty and the Pharaoh show itself this week, but they had a guest host, yours truly, ESO. I was filling in for Mike with Jimmy, and we had some fun conversations. And one of my favorite parts was we were discussing some of the Hall of Fame snubs, some of the people that should be in the Hall of Fame that didn't make it. What do you guys think of that? Who do you think should be in there and who shouldn't? Well, I wanted to go over some of the names that we talked about, and then I wanted to talk about this Hall of Fame class and if any of them really should be in the Hall of Fame before these other guys, because I don't think any of them should. And there's some others that Mike and I, or that Jimmy and I forgot to mention that should be in there. So the first names, the first big snub was Axe and Smash Demolition, the longest reigning tag team champions for over 25 years until the new day took it over and now the usos so there's no there's no reason the greatest tag team in wwf history should not be included i some people call them road warrior clones in the beginning i think they were road warrior clones the road warriors were more of my favorite tag team but as jimmy pointed out they developed it there into their own and Real, realistically, in WWF, there's nobody that's that's been better. Let's see. So then we've got Kevin Sullivan. Kevin Sullivan, the mastermind there. Oh, my gosh. The booker, the the dungeon master. The, Kevin Sullivan, he should be a first ballot Hall of Famer. He should be in there. There's no reason. Elizabeth. Miss Elizabeth. There's no she should have been brought in right alongside of Randy Savage there. That's just a, a major, major snub there. Lex Luger, the Lex Express, that late 80s Lex Luger when he broke in 
come on. Ivan Koloff, the guy who dethroned Bruno San Martino. Masked superstar, come on. <laughs> King Kong Bundy. And, and, and there's more. You know, one of the ones that I realized we, we forgot to mention was the great Kabuki. The Hall of Fame class this year, there would be no great Muta if there was no great Kabuki before him. But that that's a, that's that's a topic for another day. Let's just look at this year's Hall of Fame class that's been announced so far. We have Rey Mysterio. Don't disagree that he's a Hall of Famer. He should be in there. He is still active. Does this mean that this is his swan song? Is he on his way out? Um, I think it's going to be pretty cool to actually have an angle at the Hall of Fame instead of it just being this the ceremony. Come on, it, it's all kayfabe anyway. Why not have an angle going on there? Yeah, we the one I just mentioned before, the great Muta. I love the great Muta, especially in WCW. He was so, so cool. Um, I, but the great Kabuki was the original person who started the Green Mist. So, you know, you think Asuka, of Asuka using it and, and Muta using it. Well, Kabuki was the originator. He should be in there before Muta. Kabuki was also an international star. So Andy Kaufman, no question, should be in there. He should have been in there years and years and years ago. And then the one I question the most. See, it's not that I don't think Muda is a Hall of Famer. Muda should be in the Hall of Fame, but I think Kabuki should have been in, should be in there before Muda. Stacy Keebler. I see her. She had zero impact on this industry. And honestly, if you wouldn't have brought her name up, I would have forgotten she existed. So when you compare them to any of those other people we mentioned before, the demolitions, the Calvin Sullivan's, Elizabeth, Ivan Koloff, Lex Luger, King Kong Bundy, Kabuki, Mass Superstar, I think that all of them, their credentials exceed anyone that's going into the Hall of Fame this year. Well, maybe not Muta. I, and in, in long range, Ray Mysterio, I, I, his impact on the industry long, long range is great, but he, he is still active. I think that should be reserved for something when he's a little bit more away from the business. So, um, well, hey, listen, Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're going to just go over SmackDown and Raw quickly. I'm not going to go over a recap of them. I'm going to just kind of tell you where I think some of the problems were on the buildup to going into WrestleMania. Some of the stuff I liked, some of the stuff I didn't like. And, uh, you know, then we'll talk about the WrestleMania card itself. So we'll, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Jimmy, I got to take a dump. What? No. I mean, I need a dumpster. <sighs> well, for all those needs, you need to call Big V Dumpster Rental, Long Island, New York, 631-900-DUMP. Hmm. The Monty and the Pharaoh Show is brought to you by... Because wine is your second favorite four-letter word. California wine... New York attitude. Good 
fucking wine. Yeah. And welcome back to the after show found here only on the Monty and the Pharaoh channels. And while we're on that subject, Monty and the Pharaoh can be found live every Thursday on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and now the streaming service IN2ITIVE, Intuitive. So their audio is also available on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Podbeam, Speaker, and more. And the cool part is everywhere you can find the Monty and the Pharaoh show, you can also find ESO and the After Show. So everybody, how did you feel? The buildup on SmackDown and Raw went to to, uh, to WrestleMania. I don't think Triple H had, was ready to book WrestleMania this year. I think he's a little behind. I don't think he could pull all the storylines together or get enough together that made sense. And now they're they're scrambling. Um, but there were, there were some good. There was some bad. Listen, SmackDown started out with Cody Rhodes and Ludwig Kaiser. I love it when the shows start out right away with a match. I think it makes them so much more fun. It was a good match. Can't say it wasn't. I enjoyed the match. The only thing I question is, why did you make Cody Rhodes compete in such a competitive match two weeks out from WrestleMania when he should be dominating somebody not not having a competitive match. No offense to Ludwig Kaiser, but you are a low-card guy. You are not even a mid-card guy. Why would a championship-level guy have a competitive match with a low-card guy? It should be a squash. Sorry, just the way I feel, but it was a good, it was a good match overall. Again, next week now we've got him facing uh, Sokoa on Raw, which we've, we, we've already seen what happens there. Just just question why we are not pushing any other storyline so that WrestleMania feels like it's yeah, more more special. Yeah, everything outside of the bloodline and the Mysterios and Judgment Day stuff feels like it's pretty much thrown together. Yeah, including the the triple threat. Some people say that that's a good uh, angle. I, I don't think so. They they threw that together. I think that. I, I don't understand why all of a sudden Sheamus and McIntyre hate each other when three week, four weeks ago they were best of friends and teaming together. Just doesn't make sense. Uh, <clears throat> now, uh, Charlotte came out did a did a promo waste of time. Uh, L.A. Knight had a match with Rey Mysterio. It was a good match. The Best part is we finally got the Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, Rey Mysterio match. Wow, it's made. Let's go. <laughs> that could have been done a month ago and, again, allowed other angles to, to blossom and grow. But, no, we dragged this one on, and, no, we finally got a, we've got a culmination, but it was kind of, kind of cheesy. We knew it was coming. Why couldn't we just have gotten it done? Hey, maybe if it was, it, I think it would have come across better as Ray punching him that that first week. You know what? Maybe if Ray were a stronger daddy, we wouldn't have this punk <laughs> running around. If anything, Ray's a heel here. He, he's the one who let let this punk get away with crap. Sorry, it's uh. Uh, so uh, what do we have next? We had the oh the women's qualifying match with Natalia and Shotzi against Lacey Evans and uh, oh what was the, uh, Zia Lee. 
Who cares? I've mentioned before I'm not a big fan of contract signings. I wasn't a fan of this one either. Um, Gunther facing Butch was a good match. I'm not sure why he was facing Butch, but <clears throat> it passed the time. So now we had, oh, Sammy Owen, Sammy on the KO show. That was kind of campy and cheesy, and I just think there's some swerve coming in the end. I should. I thought the the angle really was was, was cheesy, um, predictable, uh, waste of the last fifteen minutes of the show. We, we already know what the match is. Let, let's grow the other other parts of the card. We could do this in a lot shorter time, not wasting you know ten fifteen minutes of, of good time. Then we got into let, let's quickly try and run through Raw. I uh, again was not a uh, not overly impressed. We're building up to the biggest wrestling event of the year. It's supposed to be the culmination of all the angles, and I feel like I feel like we're getting kind of shortchanged. You know, I'm not going to complain. I mean, I I subscribe to Peacock, so I get it anyway. But I can tell you honestly, if it were Matt, I would really, really question putting 60 bucks out for this premium event if I didn't already subscribe to Peacock. So, hated hate I love the Miz, but I hated the fact that we started raw off with a segment the I I don't think that match should be taking place. I think that it should be I think they should be def, the girls should be defending the tag team championship, not a a, a six man tag team match. Not that I don't want to see Trish Stratus wrestle. I really do want to see Trish wrestle, but I don't, you know, let, let's have Trish wrestle Bailey and then the uh, Dakota and uh, Kai, uh, Dakota Kai and EO Sky wrestle uh, Becky and Lita for the, for the title. That would make more sense, but yeah, whatever. Uh, Seth had a match. I'm not sure they didn't, didn't do anything. <laughs> didn't push an ankle. Didn't do anything. Then you had this stupid weigh-in. Okay, why all of a sudden do we have a weigh-in for a heavyweight championship match in WWE? We don't have. We never had them before. Why would we have one now? Are you starting a precedent? Are we going to have one for every match? Come on, that's that was absolutely horrible. It was it's just a waste of time. It was a waste of TV time. Whoever. This is not being written well. So, so, oh, then we had another qualifying. What do we have? Uh, we had a pointless match between. Oh, for the for the fatal four. Oh, between the people of the fatal four way. We had a pointless match between the men of the fatal four way. Yeah, two four on four for no reason. Then we have the announcement of the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Cool. That might be fun. Uh, Gunther Ziggler match, whatever. And Cody and Sokoa. I, so we, oh, I don't, I'm not even, okay, we know exactly what's going to happen. Was this, a, did this Raw build up anything further towards WrestleMania? The only thing you got out of it was another participant for the fatal four-way for the women's match. Whoop-de-doo. 
do not care. The, the women's match is going to, fatal four-way match is going to suck just as bad as the men's fatal four-way is going to suck. But I, I, I'm going to get into that in a few minutes. Um, Raw did not sell me on this. It was a horrible lead-up. I, I, the Usos and the Judgment Day, those guys, they're just dominating way, 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 way too much TV. So I'm going to take a quick break. When I get back, we're going to talk about WrestleMania, the, the card as it stands now, and some of my predictions and some of the things I would rather see happen. I think it's going to be a pretty predictable outcome this year. Yeah, it's, it's about pleasing the casual fan. It's not about pleasing the diehard fan. Remember that when you're watching it. I have to keep telling myself that. So we'll be right back. And Nitro's Garage for all your automotive needs. Call 646-675-2349. That's 646-675-2349. For all your automotive needs, Nitro's Garage, ask for Jack. Do you treat your dog as part of the family? <laughs> well, so do we. So why not celebrate your pup's birthday with the ultimate party box? Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Party Pup Info, and let us make your pup's party or any celebration perfection. Hi, it's Josh from Under the Table Hot Sauce. I'm here with my friend, the star of the show, Jimmy Farrow. Yeah, what's up, JB? Nah, nothing. It's been a hot summer, and for all your barbecue needs, you can go to UndertheTableHotSauce.com. 13 unique flavors to choose from. Created and bottled in a Long Island kitchen. Under the table hot sauce.com. Let's go chow, JB. Let's do it. All the flavor, twice the burn. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the After Show Found here only on the Monty and the Pharaoh channels. So, everybody, ready for this WrestleMania this weekend? I'm still trying to finalize my plans. There's some WrestleMania watches going on. I might, uh, or viewing parties going on. I might head to one of those. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. I'll tell you, let's, it's, I wasn't looking forward to the Elimination Changer and the Elimination Chamber, and they surprised me. So I'm hoping they do the same here. Let's start with the confirmed matches per night. So we have confirmed on night one. The opener is going to be John Cena against Austin Theory. I think that this is going to make the fans go nuts. They are going to have a great match. Austin Theory is the superstar of the future. John C Cena is a superstar of the past. Look for a passing of the torch moment. Uh, I, I expect several false finishes in this. And I think it'll be okay in this match. A lot of times I'm not a fan of, the, of a lot of false finishers, but this is going to be a big match. This is a passing of the torch. This is any other time. This would be a main event, but WrestleMania, it's the opener. The opener is the, the opener is what gets the crowd going. So this should be fun. The other confirmed night one match is Logan Paul versus versus Seth Rollins. They're going to have a great match. Can't wait. I can't believe Logan Paul is a rookie. And from what I heard, his rookie contract is over after WrestleMania. And Seth Rollins, the superstar that he is, I think he's going to go over Logan Paul. But Logan, I, I, uh, I have a lot of respect for what you've been, what you've accomplished so far. I'm, 
it's kind of crazy. I was not a fan of this Paul kid, but I got to tell you, he's co- he's grown in my eyes tremendously. So those are actually the only two matches that are confirmed for night one. Night two, we only have one confirmed match, and that is the main event, and that's Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes. I am of the opinion that Roman Reigns is is going to walk out of there with the title. Um, it'll unless it's some controversial thing where you have two referees come in and you know a, a simultaneous pinfall or something like that, and they decide to split the titles and give one to one and one to the other and give Cody that WWE title that he really wants while preserving Roman Reigns' thousand day run. Otherwise, I do not see Cody walking out of there with any belt at all. And then I think what we'll see is something happen at backlash where just the WWE title is put up for grabs. So uh, we have lots of, we have a few other confirmed matches that are going to be a, a lot of fun. I think Rhea and Charlotte is going to be a, a great match. I do think that Rhea is going to take the title from her. If not, I, 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 if if not, I think that they could have a few that could continue on in, through the summer and maybe into to SummerSlam. That would be kind of a cool cool thing to you know, have a story that that goes on for a few months. You know, kind of like the Bloodline angle. Um, yeah, uh, you have Oscar and Bianca. You know, when I was with Jimmy the other day, he really want does not think that Oscar's going to win the title. I'm hoping Oscar takes the title, but. He said that's his bathroom break match. Mine's a different match. <laughs> but uh, here's hoping Asuka takes the title, but I, I'm also real. She doesn't. A- after some of the conversations I've heard, I don't think she does stand a chance. You have Sheamus, Drew, and Gunther. I think that for a triple threat, that's going to be a, a great triple threat for a triple threat. Otherwise, I'm not a big fan of those because it seems like somebody takes a light bump, disappears out of the ring while the other two get their spots in, then sneaks back in and somebody else takes a light bump, disappears while the other two get their spots in and it happens a third time. Then there's some type of swerve and pinfall over. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Those That's just the way those matches always seem to go. We were going to have Ray Mysterio against his son, Dominic. You know that Ray can't win. He's been booked so weak, Dominic's gonna gotta take him out. And I have a feeling that this is gonna make Ray disappear for a little bit. And I think that's a good thing. I think Ray Mysterio should be booked as an as attraction when he is booked. And yeah, you know, he, he's a special, special wrestler. He, he's one of a kind. There'll only ever be one Ray Mysterio Jr. <laughs> so Let's see what else we have. Oh, we have Sammy, Sammy Zane and Kevin Owens against the Usos. Don't think the titles are changing hands here. I don't think that Sammy Zane and Kevin Owens are going to be together long haul. Uh, Jimmy disagreed with me the other day, but I have to stick with my gut. I don't think that they're staying together. He thinks that the fans are going to hate it if it happens, but I think that would that would be it's the ultimate boo. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, do it. Split them up. Send Kevin Owens over with a bloodline. <laughs> Screw Sammy over. That would be hilarious. So let's see. Oh, this is the one I'm looking forward to the least, and that's the Edge Finn Balor. I'm not a fan of Edge. Finn Balor is already over. Edge should be working with some younger guys, maybe the uh, 
Mustafa Ali, who needs help. Finn Balor doesn't need help. Finn Balor is a, a uh, high mid-card talent already. You're, it's not giving him a rub. It's not doing anything but hurting both of your bodies going in through that hell in the cell. Uh, Brock Omos, I think there's going to be some better stuff to this than people think, but at the same time, for the second time, I really wasn't a fan of the way the two worked together in that in that uh, way in. <laughs> uh, and then we have the, the other one that makes no sense to me. Is, I've said it earlier, uh, damage control against Trish, Lita, and Becky. I don't see why the tag team titles aren't on the line and Trish is facing Bailey. If if that's what we want to do to get Trish on on the card, I uh, unless it's unless we're doing this just to protect the two of the Lita and Trish from taking a lot of bumps, which I do understand. But uh, nah, sorry. The uh, let's get the titles off of Lita and Becky already. Lita shouldn't be competing. She's. She should be an ambassador to the business. I'm, I'm sorry. Now we have the two matches that were thrown together at the last minute because, wow, WWE realized that they had so many pieces of talent that weren't on the card. And even with that, they're missing a lot. So they made these stupid fatal four-way tag team matches. Yeah, let's just talk about the, the women's first. You have Liv... Raquel, Liv and Raquel Rodriguez against Natalia and Shotzi, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, and Green and DeVille. Well, the only people that I can see winning it would be Liv and Raquel Rodriguez or Rousey and Baszler. The other four aren't going to happen. I don't... All that's going to happen in this match is you're going to have 14 women outside of the ring at all times pretending they're hurt, hiding, holding their head. And then when they're needed, they're going to just show back up and to do their, their spots and then disappear. And this was just to get these women on the card. This was poor booking on WWE's part that they don't have angles for any of these women. The entire women's division storyline has sucked as of recently. Triple H, you don't seem to want the women on the on TV. I don't get it. These women are more talented than a lot of the men anymore. I'm sorry, but yeah, sorry. Why? Why? There's no angles to going going into this. This is just to have them on the show. Same thing with the men's fatal four-way tag team match. You have the Viking Raiders, Strowman and Ricochet, Alpha Academy, and the Street Profits. Strowman and Ricochet, I can see actually almost any of these teams winning. Alpha Academy is not going to win because they're just, they don't seem to be getting along right now. Uh, but any of the other three, I could see taking it. Not a fan of the Viking Raiders, really, but they could take it. Street Profits are awesome. You know what? They're probably not going to take it because I think they're going to break up soon. This would be in, in a place where we could see them turn on each other. Uh, Strowman and Ricochet, they, they have a, a great chance. I think that they're a great team together. So there, there's a lot of notable people that have been on TV recently that aren't going to be on WrestleMania or don't have a match going into WrestleMania. And that's really confusing. That's, well, well, Bobby Lashley, you know, 
Bray Wyatt, we I'm glad. I'm glad Bray isn't Bray isn't there. But how about Piper Nevin? Where we've seen her every week recently. Candice LeRae, Nietzschean. On the guys' side, look at the tag teams. Just the tag teams that aren't aren't booked for this event. You have Legato del Fantasma, uh, Maximum Male Models, Hit Row, Brawling Brutes, The New Day. We only have like 12 matches over the course, 13 matches over the course of two days booked. And at three hours a piece, I mean, that's that's getting a lot of time for each match. And unless you're going to have that much commercial crap and that much backstage stuff, I mean, it's going to be a, it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be a fun card. I, I hope you prove me wrong, WWE. You've done it before. You did it with the, the Elimination Chamber, and I know you can pull it off. But you, you didn't sell me on this on this very well. And looking at the card, it's like, uh, I see two or three matches that I real that are a wow. I have to see. Where in years past, every match was a must see for for one reason or another. I, not sure on this booking. So, well, yeah, I just uh, happy WrestleMania weekend, everybody. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm excited. It is WrestleMania. I can't wait to see what what, what happens. I'm hoping that uh, that I'm wrong, and we will see. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of here for today. Next week I'll be back and I'm gonna talk a little I'm gonna get back to reviewing a magazine. I've got a couple of cool things and I really want to talk about one of my favorite tag teams of all time, and, and that is the Legion of Doom, the Road Warriors, especially the LOD before they were involved with the WWF. So until next week, this is ESO. I wanted to send a special thanks out to Jimmy and Mike for letting me have the show and let, let me come on and, and co-host last week. Uh, yeah, I, I really I thank you guys for everything. You, you've been awesome. And I can't wait to go live in a few weeks. That's We're, we're getting closer and closer to that. Uh, my computer should be here. I'm hoping any, any time now. It still says backlog queue. They said it's going to be in that for four to six weeks. Or it should be in that up to about four weeks. This has been the third week. So one more week in that and then. Well, within two weeks, I should have my computer and then we can start going live and do some other cool graphics and stuff like that. I've got some animation stuff. I've got some live drawings that we're going to do. And, you know, I want to thank you guys out there for all the support. Thank you, Mike and Jimmy. And until next time, this is ESO and I am out of here. <laughs>